welcome to the morning show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? I am here. Thank you. 60 degrees right now in Jackson after uh, some storms moved through last night. A lot of rain fell in a couple of hours, but that brought a cold front and we will have a beautiful day today. Pleasant temperatures, sunshine and a high of 75 degrees, still a little bit above normal. It feels great. I don't see rain in the forecast for a week, so uh, should oh. make for a wonderful weekend, wonderful golf fall weekend, oh, yeah. which I have plans to do. Big fall golfer I am. Yes. Uh, if you want to golf in Ohio, mm -mm. in a corn maze, there's one perfect for golfers. Really? Yes. There's a, a corn maze in Ohio that honors oh, the wow. Golden Bear. Jack Nicholas, look at yes. that. It's the uh, Little Derby Creek Corn Maze in Union County. Uh, tribute to the 81-year-old Golden Bear features more than two miles of twists and turns with 85 decision points inside wow. that massive puzzle. Someone wow. with some serious skill got to work on that. That's awesome. Yeah, nice job. Easy to get lost in that. Yeah, it's starting the, this weekend, all the fall activities. Tompkins mm -hmm. has their big uh, fall festival this weekend. The Bright Walls this Bright weekend. Bright Walls is going to be great. It's a perfect, hopefully perfect weather for uh, Bright Walls. I'm yeah. very excited to get down here starting tomorrow night, really. Yeah, and be sure and check out JTV.TV for a complete coverage of Bright Walls, uh, present and past in a special section at GTV. Did you, did you see I had a chance to uh, talk to Clay and Leslie and um, they brought their dogs? Actually, it was on the show yesterday. Was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't know if you saw it. <laughs> I um, did. It did you know one of their dogs is from California? No. Yeah, one of the dogs is from California. Wow. Yeah, how about that? Well, I know uh, the, the young dolls now are big into dogs. Big dog family. Russ, Russ shows dogs. He goes what? to dog shows, yeah. You're kidding me. He was in Cleveland the other day showing his dogs. Russ Youngdahl showing dogs? Yes. Well, I didn't know that. I, yeah. I would like to, I've always want, you know I have uh, show dogs. Yeah. I would like to show, I would like to show my dogs too. So maybe if there's another opportunity for that, I'd love to go. I'm not ready for the Kennel Club dog show. That's um, a lot. I'd like to get into maybe some regional qualifiers <laughs> with my dog first. <laughs> Dog shows have regional qualifiers. Yes, they do. Didn't you watch <laughs> the movie, Best in Show? I did, but I didn't think that was real. Oh. Well, we uh, continue to follow the pandemic, and in just the last two days, we've had uh, 190 new cases. 190 new cases in Jackson County. How's the testing, you wonder? I wonder. Um, we're 10% for uh, positive testing. And vaccination rates, 58.2% of Jackson County residents 12 and older have had at least their first shot, 54% complete. Only 54% complete in Jackson County. Hmm. Long ways to go. Long ways to go. You know, we, I didn't talk about this yesterday, but um, why doesn't the governor talk anymore? Uh, we had, you know, press conferences for mm -hmm. a year, three, four times a week, and then um, did she just give up it's, um, communicating with the uh, residents of the state? It seems like it. Well, I just don't know how you can go months of nonstop talking about the pandemic, where we're at as a state, and then uh, just kind of drop off the face of the earth, really, when it comes to uh, talking. You remember we had, um, well, we had expert doctors 
Mm -hmm. uh, Dr. Janae Caldoun. We had uh, sign, sign language experts <laughs> communicating to the hearing impaired that needed to see this information. And uh, it all just kind of went away. But it hasn't gone away in Lansing. Uh, the Senate and the House, they've both said, uh, both bodies and leadership have said, we can, we can legislate our way out of this pandemic. And in fact, they are doing the opposite. Yesterday, the Michigan Senate advanced bills that would bar local mandates on, vac on uh, masking, school masking. Hmm. So the, the Senate has a bill that would ban a local school district from having a mask mandate, which would make if what, if this were a law right now, what JPS did uh, last week, uh, instituting a mask mandate to protect the kids, that would be against the law if the uh, Senate has its way, but uh, the governor would veto that bill, of course. I okay. wonder what the Senate says about neurodivergent people. I don't know. <laughs> no one's believing me that that's a thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, well it is. No. Hey, uh, sad news, Norm MacDonald uh, passed away. Um, I didn't know he was dealing with cancer. He kept it private for nine yeah. years. Um, one of the, probably one of uh, early, early uh, favorite comedians, him and Jerry Seinfeld. Um, I bring this up all the time because we didn't have cable, but uh, <laughs> watching, watching Weekend Update, there's never been anyone that's done Weekend Update no. even close to as good as him. He was the best. Yeah, I would say he, he's one of the top five funniest people ever. Uh, just a great way about him and absolutely hilarious. <laughs> so funny. He was. He actually uh, got fired from Saturday Night Live from his Weekend Update gig because uh, the person running Saturday Night Live at the time, Don Olmeyer, was a personal friend of O.J. Simpson. And he didn't like the Norm Macdonald, O.J. Simpson jokes. There were a lot of good ones. <laughs> they were. They were hilarious. But he did have a long career. He said he didn't want, his close friends said he didn't want people to uh, feel sorry for him while he was doing comedy. So he kept his uh, battle private. But yeah, I agree. One of the funniest people uh, ever. Yeah, he's, he's uh, I, I'm not uh, saying that we get compared to him, but People cannot tell if I'm serious or you're serious, mm -hmm. and I don't think uh, people could ever tell if he was being right. serious or not. Very deadpan. Very funny. Mm -hmm. Very funny. What was that movie he was in, Brandon? Do you remember that movie? Um, I can't remember that movie, but it was a crazy movie. Dave Chappelle was in it? Mm -hmm. Can't. Dirty Work. Yeah, uh, Dirty Work. Yes. That, was, that was one of the funniest movies of all time. <laughs> I suggest watching that this weekend if you don't remember it. It was good. Another uh, funny thing to watch, uh, the Jackson City Council uh, last night uh, met, and I say it's entertaining because there are some funny bits to it. Oh, for sure, yeah. for sure. Uh, last night, the City Council voted down the first reading of an aggressive panhandling ordinance, five to two, uh, Karen Bunnell and Will Forgrave, the two council members wanting to move this forward. Uh, the five others uh, voted it down, and it was very controversial because very. leading up to the meeting, there were uh, serious lobbying attempts on both sides through email that were, that were going all throughout the city and encouraging people to come to the council meeting and speak uh, for or against it. But 
as you know, there have been uh, a number of uh, incidents downtown where people have been accosted to hand them money. And some say, uh, let's not um, penalize the homeless or the poor. Uh, others say, these people aren't homeless or poor because we have had, uh, we've both witnessed um, people dropping off and picking up the people with the cardboard signs. Uh, both the Interfaith Shelter and Lifeways have attempted to help uh, various people who have been downtown soliciting uh, donations. They've offered food, housing, uh, support, help, uh, and all that they want, cash. Cash. They don't want food. They don't want the money. They don't want the house. They don't want, they don't want cash. According to Lifeways, and Jackson Interface mm -hmm. Shelter. I think you covered that well. Thank you. <laughs> uh, there are two sides to every story, and you know, yeah, there are people suffering, and the uh, council decided they didn't want to penalize uh, those that were suffering. So. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, obviously, we've had some issues with, you know, if you've been downtown, <coughs> you've saw uh, Justin Schuberg at Waltz dealt with uh, a patio party for like two <coughs> months. Mm -hmm. So. Um, we haven't seen things like that as often as as often as uh, I guess we did in the beginning of summer. Um, so yeah, it's just something to watch. But uh, again, downtown's a safe place to be if you're asking me. Also, uh, the council approved a uh, project in the Cascades. You know how uh, Randolph has is a boulevard. You I know do where know that. They're going to dig that up and reduce the two boulevards to one lane of traffic. I think that'll be nice. Move it closer to the school. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that'll be uh, a lot at play there. Yeah. They, that road needs to be fixed, obviously. Yeah. Take it's, the speed bumps out. Yeah, take the speed bumps <laughs> out because those are scary. And most people just drive around the, them anyways. But yeah, that'll be, uh, that does need a, a facelift. Mm -hmm. It needs, uh, you know, it's one of the main entrances into uh, one of our largest assets. So mm -hmm. it does, does need to change. Should we talk about some sports? Sure. Let's do it. It's our Extreme Dodge scoreboard brought to you by our friends at Extreme Dodge. And we are proud to bring you as many results, highlights as possible um, covering Jackson area sports. It's one of our favorite things to do. Volleyball, Columbia Central 3, Onstead 0. Grass Lake 3, Manchester 1. Napoleon 3, Addison 0, Bronson 3, Concord 0, Michigan Center 3, East Jackson 0, Hanover Horton 3, Vandercook Lake 0, and Athens 3, Jackson Christian 0. It was dominant performance by all the winners last night. Uh, plenty of photos on our website. There's uh, a couple other, 3-0, 3-0, You know, I, I got criticized yesterday for saying uh, Columbia Central did everything but score. Mm -hmm. It was a flattering comment. It's a flattering actually. comment. It's a compliment. So I apologize if someone took that the wrong way, but um, no. Uh, anyways, uh, let's get over to cross country. The LCAA at Hudson. Uh, Columbia Central, they finished fifth. Hope Wilkes finished fourth. Uh, Kate O'Neill placed seventh. Jackson was at Skyline. Uh, the girls finished 11th, and uh, Pioneer won that event. Olivia Perrine of Jackson placed 28th with a time of 21.10. Over at Western, Lumen Christie finished 2nd, Western 3rd, Northwest 6th. Marshall won that event with 33 points. 
Madison Osterberg won the event for Lumen with a time of 20 minutes 43 seconds. Over in boys cross country, Jacob Walker won another race for CC and uh, Jackson at Skyline. Nathan Hobbs of Jackson, he finished 27th in 17-21. Uh, and then the I-8 was postponed due to that uh, stretch of heat lightning you saw around the county last night. Lightning. Yeah, so it was, uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, more high school uh, sports results, scores, photos, everything on our website. And that scoreboard is brought to you by Extreme Dodge. Our job of the day being brought to you by Michigan Works Southeast. And today's job of the day comes to us from the Michigan Department of Corrections. MDOC is hiring. Get dedicated, reach success. There are immediate openings. They offer paid training, virtual training options, great pay and benefits, a signing bonus. Corrections officers start at $18.56 an hour. Registered nurse signing bonus of $5,000. They have mental health professionals, other health professionals, food service, teachers, many, many openings. Visit uh, governmentjobs.com slash careers slash Michigan slash MDOC or our website with a link to the MDOC opportunities. And tomorrow, they uh, invite uh, interested parties that would like to be corrections officers at Cotton to just show up between 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. at the training building on Elm at the G. Robert Cotton Correctional Facility. They could get you uh, hired on the spot tomorrow. Yes, and uh, you know, I really like knowing the warden personally. I've never known a warden personally. Neither. So this yeah. is nice. This well, is Charles good. Anderson, right? Yes, yeah. yes. I never knew him when he was the warden, though. Mm -hmm. I only met him after he was retired. So. Uh, who's coming in today? Oh my gosh, we have with us Corey Rogotsky, who we're going to meet after this, one of our healthcare heroes. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Are you thinking about retiring? The decisions you make during that time are crucial. I am Brian Smith with Summit Wealth Advisors, and with over 20 years of experience, I can help you through each step and make this difficult transition easier to understand. Lester Brothers has been performing driveway installations for over 30 years. Crushed asphalt is one of our most popular driveway gravels and an overall Lester Brothers favorite. When spread properly, it can last for many years. It's 100% recycled, environmentally friendly, quarter of the cost of hot asphalt, dust-free, and ready for immediate use after construction. Contact Lester Brothers today for a free timely estimate for your future crushed asphalt driveway or parking lot. For over 35 years, Nostalgia Inc. has been Jackson's home for all things comics, graphic novels, and games. Whether it's Spider-Man, Batman, X-Men, The Walking Dead, or even Stranger Things and Star Wars, Nostalgia's friendly staff has decades of experience and can find the perfect gift for that fanatic in your life. With the largest selection and inventory of the latest comics, you're always sure to find something new and different at Nostalgia. Looking for something from years back? Our backstock selection can't be beat. And don't forget to ask about our subscription service so you never miss an issue. Into Magic the Gathering, D&D, Pokemon, or Tabletops? We've got everything you could ever need. Whether you're starting a new hobby, a seasoned collector, or just shopping for that superhero in your life, Nostalgia Inc. is the place for you. Nostalgia Inc. on Mechanic Street in downtown Jackson. 
new ride is waiting for you at Avenue Auto. We've been giving Jackson great deals on pre-owned vehicles for 27 years. With 80 or more vehicles on the lot, each with a free warranty, we're your family-owned and operated choice in Jackson. When you need metal, and you need it now, Alro Metals Outlet is here for you. When your back is against the wall, our vast inventory of aluminum, steel, plastics, and more will help you get the job done. Whether you're a professional or do-it-yourselfer, our retail stores are your one-stop shop for metals. You select it, we cut to length, and shear to size, right here, right now. Because when you need metal, Alro Metals Outlet has your back. With over 90 years of service in the Jackson area, we take every measure to assure you that your project will be beyond your satisfaction. Our experience, ability to do a wide variety of jobs, and our dedication to perfection is what puts us above the competition. We are confident we can help you with any and all of your electrical needs and repairs. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. Our first guest today is from orthopedic rehab specialist, Corey Rogatsky. Good morning. Good morning, guys. First, we want to congratulate you on uh, being named one of uh, one of Jackson's healthcare heroes. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you. It's a nice honor. It was uh, nice to be awarded that. Was that a surprise for you? Yes, um, they've had it for the past, and you never expect to win, but yeah. it's nice to uh, feel the appreciation from people. So it was a cool thing. Very cool. Yeah, over the years, quite a few people from ORS have been honored as healthcare heroes. So congratulations to yeah. uh, all. Thank you. I think in the very first year, there was uh, one or two from ORS. Yeah, I th think that we pretty much consistently have someone. Um, it's always, you know, we're adding staff all the time, so and new people get honored through that. So it's always nice to um, feel appreciated in the community and, you know, know that we're making a difference for people. So what's your uh, role at ORS? So I am the facility manager at our Page Avenue location, a couple minutes down the road here. So we have three other therapists on staff and then another physical therapy assistant, plus a variety of office staff and aides that I'm in charge of. Yeah, I used to see Corey early in the morning when yeah, uh, we used very to early. work out in the basement there. Yes, I always um, was always shocked by that. It always is funny how <laughs> we're open at six and you never think people are going to be here, but it ends up being a pretty busy time because, you know, people need to get out with their days, get to work and everything like that. So it works out that we have the expanded hours for people. Talk a little bit uh, personally about your path. You're uh, from Jackson, 2005 yep. graduate of uh, Hanover Horton and then went to uh, Michigan State and yep. Central Michigan, I believe. Did you always know you wanted to come back to Jackson or was that just kind of uh, happenstance? A uh, happenstance, actually. So my wife and I actually both went to Hanover. Okay. So she graduated in 04, year before me, and we never thought that we'd be back. We she was, um, obviously when I was in grad school, she was already working out in the Detroit area, so we thought we'd just live out there. She was already mm -hmm. established, and then as we got closer to my graduation date, we realized, you know, we wanted to start a family, and we wanted to be closer to family while raising our kids, and so we decided, hey, let's move back to the area, and then we thought she'd get a job closer to Ann Arbor, so we picked Grass Lake to live in just because that was a nice split distance for us, and so one of us mm -hmm. didn't have a, a long commute. And then ended up working out. She got a job in Grass Lake, where we're living now. So worked out great for all involved. That's awesome. I think all along, uh, even in high school, your uh, plan was to get into some some sort of sports medicine. Yes, I always always been I've been active throughout my life. Um, always loved sports and didn't know which kind of path I wanted to. I just knew I liked also um, kind of like the science behind things and the medicine behind things. So figuring out where my best path would be. You know, physical therapy. Um, don't always treat athletes. 
but it is nice to kind of get people active again and get people moving and feeling better while moving again. So that was a nice blend of everything for me. Now, I know you obviously you treat, you treat athletes who are in season constantly competing. Mm -hmm. What about folks that really haven't done anything in a long time and are starting to get maybe pain places they haven't in a long time? Maybe, you know, a lot of people say an old high school injury. I don't know if that's ever true. It's just <laughs> you're hurt. So I think this past, you know, probably six months of work have really kind of shown a light on that in terms of inactivity for people with obviously the pandemic shutting things down. And we've had a lot of people who I'm sure you guys see if you're out at the mall, the walkers. And so yeah. that shuts down or people that were able to go to the Y couldn't go to the Y for a while and they started back up again and then the aches and pains started. So yes, getting people, you know, re-energized and restarted with their activity level so they can go back and doing those activities now that the mall's back open, the Y's back open. Um, so just in general, yeah, we do see a lot of people now, especially I feel in the last few months, like I said, to kind of help with that, to get people, get their back stronger, get their legs stronger for that reason. You're actually a doctor of physical therapy. Yes. That's your actual A lot title. of school, yes. From school. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was a three-year program following uh, Michigan State, went to Central for that. So yeah, it is a, it's a long process and a, you know, definitely be, for anybody looking into that field is kind of being aware of that and knowing that there is a lot of um, schooling that goes in. It's worth it in the end, but it can be a drag at times getting to that point. I've noticed, and I, because I've been through some uh, various physical therapies at ORS in the past, there's a lot of techniques. There's a lot of things that you employ. And one, I think we're going to see a little bit about uh, needle yep. therapy. So that is kind of, if you've heard of, a lot of people have heard of acupuncture before. It's a very similar um, process as that. But the main difference there is we're, we're going a little bit deeper into the muscle to elicit a change in the muscle because sometimes a lot of our massage techniques or different techniques are going to be a little more superficial, which can help for a lot of people. So we'll start with those. We're not going to go right into, oh, let me just start jabbing at you. But for some people, it's this one stubborn spot or it just feels like that deep pain you have. That's a nice um, adjunct for you to then loosen that muscle up to get in the exercises to keep that pain away. Well, let's take a look. Don't try this at home. Another treatment we provide while in therapy for our patients is dry needling. We'll use this in conjunction with our manual therapy. Um, when we're finding we just need a little more of an oomph to kind of get over the hump with some patients. This works really well with any type of chronic muscular condition. Um, we found very good benefits with chronic headaches, suboccipital headaches, upper trap posterior rotator cuff tightness, as well as lumbar tightness and plantar fasciitis. So what I'm gonna be doing here is finding the trigger point in her upper trap and then inserting the needle. And then really what I'm looking for here, um, sometimes there'll be a muscle twitch. If not, that's okay. She's gonna notice initially for about five to 10 seconds just that pinprick sensation. Then after that, she's really not gonna notice any um, pain associated with this. So there's different protocols we follow depending on the body part where I'll try and kind of frame the shoulder blade here to decrease the muscle tightness all around that and then add some muscle stimulation to really loosen that muscle up. Then once we're done after 15 minutes, I will unhook her and she should be feeling pretty good and ready to attack the day.
I, that looked good to me. I, th I think I could handle something like that, no problem. Well, that patient looked very relaxed. Well, easiest part about, especially with that one, is if you can't, a lot of people, they have that phobia of needles, but when you're on your stomach like that, you're not really looking <laughs> yeah. at it. So <laughs> it makes it uh, pretty easy. Yeah. And like it said in the video, it's really the initial, obviously the needle going in is going to be a, a little uncomfortable, but after that, for about 10, 15 seconds, you're not gonna notice it. Yeah. So it's a lot more of a buildup in people's heads than it is in uh, practice. Practice. You spend a lot of time uh, kind of looking into and, and trying to uh, learn the latest and greatest techniques and uh, procedures? Yeah, that was one. Um, one colleague and I took a couple years ago and then pretty much now at each of our locations, one person does it on site, at least one, two, kind of help out. Like I said, it's not something we always do, but like you said, we want to stay up to date with different techniques. Um, another new one we do is our blood flow restriction, which is a like blood pressure cuff we're putting on, and that's really great post-surgically to mm -hmm. when you can't do a lot of exercises because you're weaker, it allows you to do lower level exercises, but at more of a strain to build that muscle up quicker. Um, so that's something we strive for at all of our locations, um, not to be too salesman, but want to at least um, let everyone know we're at, we don't want to just stick with what worked five, 10 years ago, because right. everything in any line of work is progressing. And so we want to make sure we're helping patients get progressed as fast as possible. We've got a pretty big challenge in delivering uh, therapy to patients, plus also running a staff. Yes. Uh, with with pandemic and all the issues everyone else is having with uh, staffing and uh, all the safety precautions, what's been for you the big challenge? So the big I think the big challenge right now is um, like I didn't say staffing because we have a good staff on hand and we've been fortunate where the people we have had haven't left. Um, anybody that's been on staff that's left has gone to another building. We've had a few people in the last year go to take over another clinic, so which is great. So. We have a couple new therapists, Jake and Megan, who are in our building, who are new grads, which is wonderful. So they're bringing in new techniques. Um, and so working to get them up to speed has been nice, but they've been acclimating well to the clinic. So it is just that training aspect, making sure, because the treatment part, everybody has down. It's the behind the scenes, the paperwork mm -hmm. stuff, all that fun stuff, the, um, the time consuming, boring parts that are the hardest. And then you know, just in general, um, yes, we always are looking to hire more therapists because fortunately, coming out of the pandemic, we've become very busy, and which is a good problem to have, but it is still a problem in terms of just finding people. And um, yeah, we've had a couple people reach out, so hopefully we can get the ball rolling there. That's great. Are, you still, uh, are people still apprehensive about just coming into offices or are you seeing now it's just, you know, people are saying, okay, now it's time I can come in. More of that. Yeah. Now it's time we come in. We did definitely have that, you know, last summer yeah. into the fall, but this year now we have a lot of precautions in place. Um, we're still having mask wearing for everybody in the building, mm -hmm. patients, staff, and just doing your typical COVID screens for everybody. People know the drill by now, so that part has been pretty easy. Yeah. And a lot of it, the opposite is um, people want to get back. They want to come to therapy because they want to get out and moving again and they're realizing being stuck in the house has not been good for that like mm -hmm. we talked about earlier. So we've had a busier summer fall and into this fall right now than we did you know obviously last year and the year before. A lot of us have athletes at home, young athletes at home and younger athletes are competing more and more and more, more games, more practices. Any advice for parents of young athletes say 8 to 12? Like Andy. Like Andy. Yeah, my daughter's um, 10. <laughs> Your daughter's 10. I think, you know, 
one thing our um, and our Leslie location has our performance training mm -hmm. is getting the movement patterns right. Sure. And if you're noticing something off, um, Nick, who works up there, can definitely help to correct any kind of imbalances you're seeing and looking at that early rather than later so that the bad habits don't develop. Because okay. um, right, the kids are young, you know, they're gonna be able to bounce back quickly. So they're not gonna be, or something like you or me throwing out our shoulders is gonna happen with just a little soft toss for them. They're gonna have to really crank on it to, to injure it. But that imbalance over time is going to lead to issues, especially as their bodies mature and sure. they get into high school. Very good advice. Yeah, you should bring Elle up to see Nick. I should. Yeah. She'll probably, she would beat him in a foot race for sure. <laughs> I get her on that it. treadmill. Yeah, definitely. It's awesome. We've seen what you guys do over there. It's, yeah, that's a really it's, cool it's location. It's a nice um, adjunct service we provide for that next people that want to take that next yeah. step. Like at our building, we're mainly focused on the day-to-day -day function for people just getting them to go up and down stairs, walk community distances. But at that one, that's to get you to that elite level, which is a nice um, service we provide. Great. Corey, thanks for uh, being with us today. Oh, thank you very and much for your time. Congratulations on uh, being named a healthcare hero. Oh, one more thing. I didn't announce this in my speech, but I need to thank my two kids, thank Jack you. and Liam. <laughs> my six-year-old was very upset that I didn't thank him during my okay. uh, speech at the Healthcare <laughs> Angels. So thank you, Jack. Thank you, Liam. You hear that, Jack and Liam? Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Thank Jack you guys and Liam. for your time. Jack, <laughs> Liam, thanks for watching. <laughs> thanks, Corey. Thank you, guys. We'll be right back after this break. The PIC Center is an independent practice that has provided care to the Jackson area for over 25 years. Doctors O'Neill and Cack supervise antibiotic infusions, as well as those for many other conditions, such as inflammatory bowel, joint and lung disease, anemia, and multiple sclerosis. Our modern facility is open seven days a week, and the infusion staff will make you feel right at home. Let your doctor know you have a choice where you receive your next infusion. Remember, when you've picked us, you've picked the best. Minuteman Sewer and Drains, because no matter when it is, as always, Minuteman Sewer and Drain is there with same-day service 24-7, 365. Minuteman Sewer and Drain will be there on that day when you need them. MinutemanSewer.com. What happens when kids have more space to learn? There's no hiding in my classroom. All my kids feel like they're important. Da Vinci has helped me change my grades from D's to A's. The online option gives students a different chance to do things at their own pace. Da Vinci helped me feel more safe and welcomed at school. Kids were really nice. No kid would ever be mean to me. They get an education that's going to lead them to, to bigger and better things than they can possibly imagine. Da Vinci Schools. Space for every student. At Consumers Energy, we believe change is small. Change is easy. Updating. Smart. A choice. Change is our company. Your company. Together, we can bring clean energy to Michigan and protect the environment for generations to come. Learn about your clean energy choices and how you can become a force of change. ConsumersEnergy.com change. Someone once told me that every community needs a strong hospital, a strong college, and a strong bank. County National Bank is that bank. CMB provides outstanding personal banking services and is the bank of choice for several nonprofit organizations that serve our communities. 
It's an honor to be part of the growth of the communities we serve in Jackson, Roseville, Lenaway, Allen counties. And we're proud to help local businesses expand and succeed. CNB is banking that stays in the community. Right, Walls, this week, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, but it's already underway as we visit the live mural painting on the corner of Cortland and Mechanic. Lisa Beggs and Victor Ving, our greetings tour, and they are in Jackson, the live mural being painted on the side of the Jackson Coffee Company in downtown Jackson. Welcome to Jackson. Thank you. You guys are doing a great job so far. It looks fantastic. Thank you, appreciate it. Yeah. This is a, a really unique style of uh, murals that you're doing. It's modeled after the iconic and uh, vintage postcards from the 30s, 40s, 50s. Yep, that's correct. The large letter postcards from the mid-century, which actually originated, they printed a lot of them you know, in the Midwest. So. <laughs> How did, how did you get the inspiration to, to build a, essentially a business on, on that style of a, a postcard? Yeah, I mean, it kind of happened organically. I, I, I got sick of painting the same thing again and again. So like this gives me opportunity to go to different cities and, and you know, never thought, you know, paint hot air balloons <laughs> and like murals within murals. So yeah, it's been fun and, and interesting. Keeps it fresh each time. So. And it's a two-person team. You're the muralist and you're the photographer. Yes, I'm the photographer, so I document everything from start to finish from 2014 till now. The Bright Walls team started asking people last summer, what should we have the greetings tour paint? Mm -hmm. And you actually came here and started looking around. How did you decide yeah. what, what to put on the mural? Yeah, so we came in May and researched the town and talked to the community and we worked with Bright Walls to choose what goes inside the letters. So the reason why this mural is so fun is because we get to choose a whole different, you know, selection of images that represent the town. And I think what is pretty cool about this mural, it actually has a portion of a Bright Walls mural in a Bright Walls mural. Yeah, we're painting the clock tower in it. It's in the eyesight of the, the Wheezy mural. This is one of many, uh, more than two dozen murals that you've done across the United States. What was the very first one, Victor? Uh, first one was in Chinatown in New York. We lived in Chinatown, um, you know, and, and I guess at the time we painted it not really uh, consciously knowing even about the postcard. Since then, we obviously researched a ton about it, but at the time, uh, it was eye-opening because, you know, people that wouldn't look twice in, in that community, like, everybody loved it. So, like, it kind of inspired us to keep going. Yeah. And it sounds like where you've been, the, the mural has become the most photographed item in that town. In Jackson? In other towns that you've oh, done yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, people take road trips to go see our murals. It's, mm -hmm. it's really great to see, and sometimes there's even lines to get photos in front of our murals. So for you, when you are standing in the background, like a, like an uh, an actor in a movie watching their film in front of a crowd, what what does that do to you? I, it's a bit, you know, surreal and it's exciting to see the impact on the community. Well, I was surprised that uh, you told uh, one reporter that the reaction in some areas has been mixed. I'm surprised that uh, they're not universally loved. 
Yeah, I mean, some people don't like change, and that's <laughs> fine. But we're trying to, you know, create a happy and, you know, good experience for everybody. Bring something new and fresh, but also classic to Jackson. Yeah. So life on the road. You've been in probably what every state yet? Uh, yeah, we've we've traveled. So also to go back, we've we traveled full time in an RV for like mm -hmm. five six years. So it gave us the chance to spend a lot of time in places. Um, just you know, <laughs> live literally <laughs> in, in the street yeah. of the city. Um, but uh, yeah, we, we've you know, we loved it. But now we're based in California as of last year because we had to put a little break on travel yeah. due to COVID. But yeah. Do you have a favorite uh, spot that you visited? Uh, probably one of our most common questions, <laughs> but it's so hard. It depends on what we're after, you know. Like, you know, I, I mean, uh, personally, I loved Alaska. We spent a whole summer up there. Didn't feel like the states, you know. So, yeah. How about you, Lisa? Favorite spot? I can't answer that. <laughs> it's impossible to answer. Every place yeah. is different. You meet great people everywhere, and this is just a great way to do that. Well, I already asked Victor uh, off the air, but how do you like Jackson so far? It's fine. People are nice here. Yeah, I, I'm from the Midwest, so it's not too different from where I come from. And you're a couple now. Did this art combination project is that what brought you together? Yeah, I mean, you know, if you try living with someone in, <laughs> you know, 10 by 20 <laughs> space for, for five years and, and, you know, we started out dating and, and now we're married. So <laughs> yeah. Life on the road, no fast food? That was actually our number one rule, no fast food. Uh, we cook everything, try to stay healthy, and that's how we kept on going for five years. Now, when you have a mural that has a lot of letters, uh, I don't know if you've done Chattanooga, but I know East Lansing, that's got a lot of letters. Is that more of a challenge then to find things to put inside the the letters we like challenges um more letters you know it's spread out i you know it's painting is what we love to do so it's not a problem they're so detailed you've actually you, they look like photographs what you end up painting but you're using completely spray paint that's to me it's amazing yeah it doesn't really make any logical sense <laughs> to be quite honest like i think i from my background and doing like street art graffiti for so many years, it, it's the medium I'm used to, but it also gives it like a unique look that you can't really see, you know, other people can't really replicate unless they're using spray paint. So. Yeah, has Lisa ever come up with a, an image that you've had a hard time reproducing with spray paint? Uh, not yet, but we, we definitely go back and forth. I was like, ah, oh, this is too difficult to paint, <laughs> to simplify this and that, but yeah. So far, it's been fine. The Greetings Tour chooses a community hard hit by the pandemic to donate a mural to each year. What uh, mural are you donating this year? Yeah, so we had a lot of time, obviously, off the road to think about our mission, you know, to paint a mural in every state and just to give something back to the community. So this year we painted in Fargo, North Dakota, and we absolutely loved painting there because the whole community got involved and just we got really close with them there and it was really fun yeah i saw that one and it's awesome uh, and i i was going to try to think of one that i've seen that's my favorite but i think this is going to be my favorite but yeah. but that's a question you guys get a lot too what what's yeah. your favorite lisa i i think the original chinatown one is my favorite just because it sparked this whole idea and it really changed our lives so victor can you come up with a different answer or is it the same well, I, I'd say every time we paint a new mural, it becomes my favorite mural. And I'm not just saying that because we're in Jackson, but like I think we keep 
improving each time we do it. So like yeah, learning new techniques and yeah. But this one definitely very detailed and I love the mural inside the mural idea. <laughs> so the, I think we're all in agreement. This one's the best. Yeah, yeah. let's say it. Jackson's the best one so far. So. <laughs> well, thanks so much for coming to Jackson because I know it's very competitive. A lot of communities want you to be there. Thanks for choosing Jackson and thanks for uh, being with us this week. Yeah, thank you Bright Wallace for bringing us here and everyone in the community that made it happen. Thank you, thank you Vic. Center for Family Health is excited to announce that our school health centers will be fully open and ready to serve this school year. With locations all over Jackson County, the centers make it easy for students and parents to access health care. It's like having a doctor's office in your child's school. Appointments and drop-in care are available. Call 517-748-5500 or visit centerforfamilyhealth.org for more information on how our school health centers can help you. The Center for Family Health has been opening the door to health care for all in Jackson County for more than 30 years. Manufacturing Day will be celebrated a little differently this year for the fifth annual Jackson County Manufacturing Day. Instead of opening doors to hundreds of students this year, the Enterprise Group of Jackson was a leader in the production of a virtual event for Manufacturing Day that includes presentations, processes, and other great content from local school representatives as well as our manufacturing partners. Beginning on Friday, October 1st, 2021, Manufacturing Day, the video will be made public and posted on the EG's website at enterprisegroup.org. If you are looking for specific information, you can call Debbie Kelly at the Enterprise Group at 788-4330. Jackson Public Schools, better than ever. District-wide building additions and improvements, 21st century learning furniture, added safety and security measures, and technology advancements for every classroom. All part of Jackson Public Schools' continued commitment to our students and our community. We are dedicated to providing our students the tools and environment to succeed. There is no better place for our students to learn than in person at Jackson Public Schools. Jackson Public Schools, bringing our community together to build a culture of academic excellence and workforce readiness. Go Vikings! There are few more beautiful historic places in Jackson than the Michigan Theater. But the Michigan Theater isn't just a part of history, it's a vital part of this community today. We host hundreds of events each year, including classic movies, local, national, and international live music. The combination of our majestic building with our modern entertainment technology makes the Michigan Theater a special place. Please consider becoming a member for only $25. Your membership will help preserve this incredible entertainment venue for generations to come. When you open a Michigan-made checking account with True Community Credit Union, you can earn up to 2.25% APY each month based on the activities and relationships you have connected to your account. Open your Michigan-made checking account. Visit TrueCCU.com. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. With us now is the general manager of McKibben Media Group, Dennis Warden. Good morning, Dennis. 
Nice to have you. Thank, I appreciate you having me. It's really great to be back. You look it, the same. I, yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little grayer on top, that's for sure. I think that's all of us. Yeah, it's been, I don't know, probably a dozen years or so since I've been in here. I used to obviously go on the show with Bart quite a, lot, quite a bit when I was at MIS all those years ago, and now I'm back in town and, yeah. and enjoying it. I've been back since February. So. Did, did you ever think you'd get back in town? <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I, um, you know, I, I took the job down at Darlington Raceway in South Carolina after I left MIS. Mm -hmm. And so I spent a lot of time down there in South Carolina. And, um, you know, the pandemic hit, you know, ticket sales weren't great in NASCAR. Obviously everything was falling apart a little bit on that front. So um, I got laid off um, after 16 years in the business. Mm -hmm. And so the opportunity to come back here and to, you know, work with Katina, obviously, to, to shape and mold McKibben Media Group into what she wants it to be and what Jamie mm -hmm. McKibben wanted it to be. And that's uh, really important for me uh, to have this opportunity to come back to Michigan, to come back to my hometown area. Mm -hmm. And and we also have radio stations in Hillsdale too. And I've spent some time down there yeah. over the years. So I know both markets really well. So it's a, been a really good fit for me. I know we're about six, seven months into this thing, yeah. but um, we've shown some really positive strides and just trying to build on what Jamie wanted to do with the radio right. stations. You know, everybody knows of, of the tragedy that happened with him back in almost a year ago now. Mm -hmm. It's hard to believe, but um, I'm blessed to be able to come in here and, and take over this new role and, and hopefully, you know, provide great radio to these local communities, very similar to what JTV does on the Absolutely. TV side to the community. Yeah, and I so. think uh, all of us uh, were happy to see Katina want to continue mm -hmm. uh, and, and really continue what Jamie mm -hmm. had started and continue to have a local mm -hmm. and locally owned radio station because they are uh, rare. Yeah, I mean, and, and Jamie had a vision and obviously I didn't, I knew Jamie obviously working at my MIS days, but I, I really truly didn't understand what, when he took over as owner, I was living 800 miles away. So the, la the first few months, it's, it's really given me a chance to really get educated about what his vision was through Katina and through the employees, you know, the stations have really good employees. Some of them have been there a long time. So it's really, it's really good to come into a situation where you have all that knowledge and to be able to know what Jamie wanted to do uh, gives me, and, and it's very similar to kind of the same strategy I would even have even if I didn't have his, his mm -hmm. knowledge. So, you know, uh, we, have a, we have a path forward and, you know, we know that small market radio is beneficial. Like I said, just like you guys on the TV front, we're on the radio side. And um, we're, we're really excited about the future of where we're going uh, with this thing. And I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm blessed to be back in Jackson and Hillsdale. And, and, and I think it's going to be a, a fun ride over the next few years, hopefully. And the fact that Katina wants to continue to do this and, and wants to, to bring a great product to the, to the people of Jackson is really important. So Yeah, the community is very lucky to yeah. have uh, local TV and local mm -hmm. radio that yep. really cares about the community. And mm -hmm. Jamie, uh, community was uh, number one on his list. And you guys are bringing uh, a community event to the yes. city yes. Uh, next month. Yes. Just go. Oh, my gosh. Now, I was sharing with well, you that I, uh, <laughs> I had been a, a chili classic judge for three years. I hope uh, Ashley <laughs> doesn't of ask me again. Uh, but what's going yeah. to what's going to happen this year? Talk well, a little bit okay. About it. So we've had the chili cookoff for many years. You know, um, obviously when Bruce and Sue Goldson owned it with Jackson Radio Works. You know, the chili cookoff was a was a wintertime thing. Yep. That's been a long staple in the community. Well, since I've come in, 
we decided to put up, you know, being that I worked in events for many years in the, in the NASCAR circles, <laughs> I, uh, I, you know, we all agreed as a group to, to take this and plus it up a little bit sure. and make it not just about the chili. You know, usually we held it at the fairgrounds, but in this case, we really wanted to try to do something different and, and do something on a much larger scale. And that's what we're doing. We, uh, you know, we have the ability to, to close off downtown right in front of your stations yeah. here and right in downtown and block off the downtown streets on October 16th. And really, uh, like I said, make chili a focal point, but then also bring in live music uh, to be able to uh, bring in uh, kids activities and and make it a more festival type atmosphere where you have other activities other than the chili but the chili still is the focus in the concert uh, we're going to be putting some live music on a stage downtown and, and really just make it a really cool fall atmosphere and hopefully all, everybody that shows up will enjoy it it's a free event you awesome. do have to pay five dollars to taste the chili you'll get your money's but, worth but the festival for the most part you know i think some of the kids activities may have a small fee to it okay. but mm. there's also going to be a lot of other things to do that, are, that don't cost anything so. will there be a media division competition you know it's funny that that got brought up uh, just a couple of days like on monday i think it got brought up that there was a media division they for chile and i wasn't even aware of that many many years ago. we've we, so. we lost <laughs> I don't know. Well, well we might need to just talk about that yeah i don't know if maybe we, it's time that that went away well we can know because we're we have a team we want to yes. try and win something yeah i mean it, it, to cook 10 gallons Here's of chili or whatever you i was make. a judge for three years and we only won one of the three years and you yeah, probably we, that was the only time we ever won was no, when I was a judge. We won twice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Well, I, I think I wouldn't <laughs> taste chili probably for about six months after this, probably. Yeah. But um, it sounds like, you know, we have a lot of teams that have already signed up. We've got great participation from many of our partners. You know, you can see on, you know, when you put that graphic up that we were, you know, trips and some of these other, mm -hmm. uh, the Jackson, working with the Jackson DDA on some of this stuff. And, I think it's I think it's really important that we have a lot of partnership. We got a lot of community support. Obviously, your support. Um, it's going to be a really just a fun one day long event that we're going to try to grow. This isn't just something we're just going to settle on as this is the way it's going right. to be. We're going to continue to build this over year over year after something different, which is obviously that that event experience thing. You always want right. to get bigger and better. And, and you might think, well, there's a Michigan State or Michigan game. There's not. There's no. No. <laughs> There's a reason why There's we intentionally picked that yeah, day is because we knew Michigan was off and we knew Michigan State was on the road. So yeah. that wasn't going to impact crowd. Yep. But, uh, yeah, there's more details to come over the next cool. few weeks. So yeah. uh, McKibben Media Group's living legend, Greg O'Connor, honored last Saturday at Jackson College at commencement uh, ceremonies as this year's Distinguished Service Award winner. Congratulations, Greg. Unbelievable, isn't it? Um, you know, it's as a, as a general manager of the stations to be able to walk into a situation where you've got a, a guy like Greg O'Connor on your staff. That's <laughs> that's pretty amazing to me. Yeah. I mean, and to think that when I was in high school at Concord, you know, I went to Concord High School, and growing up in high school, I listened a lot to the radio. I was a big radio newspaper guy, um, enjoyed that medium, and and to hear Greg O'Connor on the radio throughout my high school years when I was playing on athletic teams and 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 he was the voice and he's been the voice forever and to to think of for me to be able to come in here and and 
I even said it like the first week I started, I think I said, man, I can't believe that I have to be the boss of like GOC. That's just really hard to believe. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, how can you? Yeah. And he because he's such a, a legend. And, yeah, no one's and, the boss. Uh, of no one's GOC. the boss. Of GOC. Yeah, exactly. Therese. You could only hope to contain him, right? <laughs> type right. of thing. Yeah. So, no, he's been great. Uh, he's fantastic. Well deserved on that award. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see more of this kind of stuff coming in the future for him. Yeah. I mean, 40 plus years, you know, you can't you can't compete with that. You really can't. So he'll be with me tomorrow on uh, the afternoon. You so do not want to miss that. Yeah. You yeah. do not want to miss those two back together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they hosted a radio, morning radio show together at one point. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yes. Well, see, I'm it learning awesome. new things every yeah, day. Yeah, it was it was good. It was very good. Yeah, it was the early 2000s. Let's wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, we need to. Yeah, there's. I, it's funny because I learn new things every day. Like yeah. there's always these new, you know, as I kind of work my way through the community and, and meet new people and meet new business leaders, it's yeah. just amazing to be able to know that kind of knowledge. Yeah. I didn't know that, so that's fantastic. Dennis, thanks for coming in. Great to see you. I really appreciate it. It thanks means that. a lot to be in here. It's been a long time. Always appreciate you guys a lot and looking forward to the next time. Awesome. Welcome back. Thanks. Dennis Warden, General Manager at McKibben Media Group. The morning show continues after this. You need a plumber? Grimes Plumbing Company. Licensed and insured. Proudly serves the Jackson area with fast, reliable service and competitive pricing, both for repairs and new installs. For fast, reliable plumbing service, call Grimes Plumbing today. And remember, we love water. a big difference. Apply to be a big brother or big sister today. For more information, call 784-7181 or visit bbbsjackson.org. Asthma Allergy Centers can help you breathe freely. Since 1980, our board-certified specialists have provided testing and treatment for a wide variety of asthma and allergy-related conditions, including immunodeficiencies and skin problems. No referrals are necessary, and we accept any insurance or no insurance. You can even use our mobile app to check in and pay. Come see us at our Jackson office or one of our multiple offices in Southwest Michigan. Come to the Downtown Jackson for Brightwalls 2021, September 16th through 18th. You can expect live mural painting, concerts, food trucks, dancing, magic, and even a Bright Paws dog-themed event. Pop-up Brightbox, art installations, a lip-sync battle, local artists painting competitions, and more. Don't miss it. BrightwallsJackson.com the Pick Center is an independent practice that has provided care to the Jackson area for over 25 years. Doctors O'Neill and CAC supervise antibiotic infusions, as well as those for many other conditions, such as inflammatory bowel, joint and lung disease, anemia, and multiple sclerosis. Our modern facility is open seven days a week and the infusion staff will make you feel right at home. Let your doctor know you have a choice where you receive your next infusion. Remember, when you've picked us, you've picked the best. I knew coming from changing careers 
it was going to be hard for me to get an interview and I think that's the hardest part nowadays is getting your resume in the right hands and out of how many people apply for the same position, why your resume. She put me in front of the right people, which without her there was no way I would be in the position I am today. They're knowledgeable, they know what they're doing, they really know what they're doing. So they're really able to help you. I would not have found it without them. Welcome back to The Morning Show, and Andy, here is today's Cinnamon Toast Crunch news. Another new product from the fine folks at whatever it is, General Mills, Apple Pie Toast Crunch. Interesting. Yes. Yeah, I'll try that. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, the reviews have been overwhelmingly positive. How about that? That sounds great. Mm -hmm. uh, if anyone finds some, please buy me a mm -hmm. box of it. Brandon, I know you do a lot of I shopping. I dessert. I wouldn't have breakfast. I would eat that as like a dessert later. You do a lot of shopping at Polly's. I think you need to start looking more I'll closely look. for some of these yeah. things. I'll do that. He does. He probably spends more time in the grocery store than anyone at He loves here. the grocery he store. He loves the grocery store. Yeah. Loves the fresh produce. <laughs> um, you know, you're always looking for recipes. <laughs> yeah, I am. Well, there's I? a new book out, um, and it's Crock-Pot. Uh, Dump meals. Nice. Five <laughs> ingredients or less, and uh, you just dump it in the crock pot, and uh, it's a it's a dinner dump. Dump, dump dinners. Dinners. By Kathy Mitchell. <laughs> now, it reminds me of like, you know, like the hot pocket. Open. Is that she's the woman on the on the um, TV infomercial? Yeah, yeah, she's the woman on the TV. <laughs> Quick and oh easy God. dump cakes. <laughs> so what, what do you do? You just go to the bathroom and put the ingredients in the toilet? Man, not a very attractive name for the book. You take the five ingredients, save all your time. You just throw them, in, just the, dump the throw them in the toilet. Dump. That's where they're going anyways. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we've got another uh, extension of um, Oscar Mayer's Wintermobile. Move over, Wintermobile. Now there's the Planters Nutmobile. Oh my gosh. Yes. And this vehicle is going to be parked in Hormel's home state of Minnesota. It's now owned by Hormel. Did you know Planters? Part of Hormel. The chili people? Yep. And you can, uh, it's being offered to overnight guests for literally <laughs> the price of peanuts. And stay there. <laughs> uh, the That's iPhone 13 is coming out. Uh, yes. I'd like to get that, just so you know. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Noah told me not to Google something related to the uh, nut wagon there. <laughs> so maybe we'll run into that, like we run into the Oscar Mayer Wiener one. But I don't know. That's it for today. Hey, join us tomorrow, Dr. Vivek Hack, and I'm out at the uh, Falling Waters Trail with Alex Cash. And then later today on Bart Show, Randall Locke, Aaron Dimmick, John and Judy Drake, Ashley Esselink, and Andrew Wellman from Bright Walls. We'll see you then.